Hello and welcome to On the Record with Campaign Middle East. I'm Austin Allison, editor of Campaign Middle East. Today we're going to be talking art and augmented reality with SNAP's senior director of global creative strategy, Jeff Miller, and French visual artist, Cyril Lancelin. Thanks a lot to our sponsor, Snap, the company behind the ever-popular Snapchat platform. We'll be hearing a lot about what they do with augmented reality in this podcast. I'd like to welcome back all our regular listeners and say hello to any new ones. Thanks for listening, and I hope that you get some great ideas to help spur on your creativity from today's conversation. I'd encourage you to follow Campaign on all our social platforms, to visit the website at campaignme.com, and to subscribe to our newsletter so you get a twice-weekly hit of what's happening and regular reminders of how to get involved. We also have a busy events calendar, both virtually and in person. And of course, we have the magazine that started it all. Our latest issue celebrates 300 issues, so do grab a copy or read the PDF version for free on our website. And there's this podcast. If you like what you hear, head over to Angami or wherever you get your podcasts to listen to more episodes. And if you like the show, do give us a nice rating and tell your friends. Now, I'm sure many of you have been to Expo. I have, three times, and even that wasn't enough. But there's a new reason to go back at least once more. French artist Cyril Lancelin has partnered with Emirati Snapchatter Ahmed Ali to create a beautiful installation that comes alive through AR. It's called Connections, and it's in Al Forsan Park within the grounds of Expo 2020 in Dubai. You'll hear it described in much better terms by the artist himself, but it basically looks like a giant marshmallow house made of simple geometric shapes and is the sort of fun installation that you just want to interact with rather than admire from afar. You can take that interaction to another level by using the Snapchat app on your phone to make the sculpture come to life in augmented reality. The AR was curated by Emirati Snap star Ahmed Ali, who curated the AR experience around the sculpture in line with the Expo's theme of connecting minds and creating the future. The artist who created the physical installation and partnered on the AR is Cyril Lancelin. He's from Lyon in France. His work tends to be hybrid and playful. His practice includes sculptures, immersive installations, drawings, videos, and more that forge links between the physical and the fictional. But this is actually the first time he's worked with AR like this. A man who's worked an awful lot with AR, with artists and with huge brands around the world, is Jeff Miller, the Senior Director of Global Creative Strategy at Snap. He's got a background in marketing, having started his career at Ogilvy and later led digital strategy for Gatorade and managed the Tropicana brand, both at PepsiCo. In his day job, Jeff's team partners with global brands to build innovative mobile campaigns that drive both results and cultural breakthroughs, enough to win 22 Cannes Lions to date. And he's also worked with artists, including Jeff Koons, Alex Israel, and now, in Dubai, Cyril Lancelin. We took our podcast on the road and headed across town to Expo to speak to Cyril and Jeff about the Connections artwork and about AR, art, and creativity in general. I'm here with Jeff Miller, who's the Senior Director of Global Creative Strategy at Snap, and with Cyril Lancelin. Am I saying that right? Yes. 
who is a, a French visual artist based in Lyon. Now, the reason that we're here is that, Cyril, you've just put in an installation in Expo. And I was wondering whether you'd be able to tell us about the installation and about some of your inspiration behind it. Yes, um, the, the artwork is called Connection. And it was important for me because we are in the middle of a, a site very amazing, the Dubai Expo, where all the people from all over the world are connecting. Uh, it was nice to do some uh, artwork that uh, represents connection. Um, I do large public art work where people are encouraged to to get immersed in it, to, to enter in it, to, to feel in a special experiment somewhere different. And um, I always use uh, primitive shapes such as uh, cubes, uh, circles, spheres, uh, some very simple things that when I multiply them or uh, I use repetitive uh, repetition of them, I make something larger. Um, so that's the, the, the starting point of, of this sculpture. Uh, and it's influenced also by uh, Musharabie or Arabic patterns because uh, uh, geometric patterns from uh, Arabic uh, country are very, very famous and very important. Thank you. That's the physical installation that we've heard about. But what I'd like to do now is uh, go over to Jeff because uh, Snap has uh, created a load of augmented reality around this. I'd like you to tell me about the other part of the experience, the AR. We had a great opportunity to work with a local lens creator named Ahmed Ali. And what was so cool was the fact that we were able to take Cyril's vision and how he translated it in physical form and bring it to life through AR. So the way that Cyril's talking about the geometry and the shapes, we brought those to life that would actually come out of the environment. And then around you as well, we thought about the context in which the location we were in at Expo. So there was a second AR experience that was bringing to life all the flags from every country that is represented here at Expo. And then when you look up in the sky around you, those flags then form the UAE national flag. So if I go to the, uh, the installation, how do, I, how do I get this experience? Well, the beauty of Snap AR is you can bring it to life in two ways. One is either through a Snap code, which is common language for the Snapchatter community. And they understand when they see a Snap code that there's something behind it, a piece of content or a connection to a friend. So here at the installation, you can unlock the Snap codes and actually experience these creative extensions of Cyril's work. Or you have the ability to pull up the Snapchat carousel, open up directly to the camera, and they're already there tied to the location of the expo environment. Wow. So it sounds to me like uh, uh, augmented reality could really be sort of the, the future of, of creativity. Do you think that this is a sort of a glimpse into a sort of high-tech uh, future? Well, for us, we don't consider it the future. AR for us today is the present. And the reality is what we're doing here with Serial is a first of its kind in the MENA region. But we've been doing these types of, of experiences with artists around the world now for years. It started with Jeff Koons three, four years ago, where we brought his famous, iconic balloon animals to life. Uh, we've since worked with Alex Israel in Cannes, in our Basel. We've had experiences with Christian Marclay in the south of France, Damien Hurst. And what we're doing today with Cyril is our belief that AR has the ability to transform not just culture and art, businesses around you, and frankly, the way that people live and communicate with each other. So... So it sounds like you've worked with a lot of artists. Over how long have you been doing this? So we've worked with artists that have operated in different forms of, of 
uh, art from canvas to sculptures to different mediums, such as what Serial is bringing to us today for the last five plus years. And what's beautiful about it is we're pairing artists in their forms of envisions of creativity with different types of artists in their own right. And these are artists that are working in the canvas of augmented reality. And so what's so cool about this experience is when you have two inherently creative beings coming together and it's reinterpreting, translating one's vision into another to make something even more beautiful in my mind. That's really interesting. Cyril, have you used, uh, have you done other things with uh, augmented reality before this or is this the first time? I know it's the first time and I'm so excited about it because um, I started my work uh, in a digital world doing images and then I, I bring them to life in the physical world. But uh, something was missing. I wanted to, to connect it even more and I think AR is the perfect solution. And, and so it's, it, it helps so much to the dialogue between the artwork and the public because uh, the sculpture is not only uh, something to see, it's something to to share with the people. And you, you worked with uh, this, uh, with, with a lens creator. Were, were you, did you sort of work from the start together or did you, or did he sort of come in later? How does that collaboration work? Um, it was, it was, it's like uh, the dialogue with the public. Um, I designed the artwork, then I show uh, other artwork I've done and the communication, then I see what is done too. And, and and then we, we walk all, all around. It's like uh, when the public come inside, uh, they are with their phone, they take pictures, doing videos. And honestly, I'm always surprised and by this uh, creativity. And it's very like, uh, it's like a teamwork. And uh, I'm grateful for that. So is your, how much is your, your work inspired by how the public uh, have seen your sort of previous works. You said that you see people taking photos of your of your work. Do you do you now sort of uh, create on the on the grounds that this is going to be seen on on Snapchat? That people are going to be uh, taking photos of themselves. They're going to be applying filters. How much does that affect your your work? Yes, um, as I start the work directly in 3D, uh, I use those 3D uh, software. Uh, I try to, to find all the cool spots where uh, the good pictures, the good videos, and uh, the good experience, and to, to study the light, where the light is going to come from, and, and even at nighttime, because uh, the artwork is, is, can be seen at nighttime. And um, I'm always surprised, because people have more creativity uh, than, than I imagine, or like they find new ideas that they're doing. Uh, sometimes they're doing group things, sometimes they uh, for example, with Snapchat, I saw some that discussing with other friends in another room in the artwork or uh, from inside an outdoor. Uh, there's plenty of different solutions, and it's so so grateful to see uh, the smile on uh, everybody's face. Jeff, is this sort of typical of um, of when you've you've worked with other artists um, to see sort of the third element, which is the public, come into this? It really is. To me, what I love so much about working with artists is that you get this incredible experience, this journey from when the artist first sees what's possible within the world of AR and how they are interpreting it through their own mindset, but now thinking about their art through the lens of the public's eye. And it's not just about them passively engaging, but 
actually interacting directly with it. And what lends itself so naturally in Cyril's artwork is that that's core to the, the work itself. Everything that he builds has dimensionality to it. So the public itself is already interacting with his work in a way that is so naturally connected to AR, where it's rooted in active engagement versus passive. So when we are out here and we can actually observe the public, where they're not only walking around and through Cyril's artwork, but then augmenting it through a Snapchat lens, to us, that's when it really all the magic comes together. I'd imagine that you spend a lot of your time at probably nothing quite on the scale of Expo, but sort of a lot of sort of public spaces like this. And what, how do you see sort of people interacting with other things that aren't designed, other forms of art that aren't designed specifically to, to interact with Snap? I mean, Cyril's, Cyril's art is designed obviously specifically sort of for this, the whole experience. But you must, how do you see people sort of using your tools as you just sort of walk around here sort of recreationally? Well, the beauty of our platform is that inherently our camera tools are built into the user behavior, not just into the functionality of the app itself. We open up to the camera to create, and it's a learned behavior on our platform. In the MENA region, over 85% of Snapchatters are using our lenses every single day. And so they understand that when they open up Snapchat, when they open up their camera, that there is this entire world that is augmented through our Snapchat lenses. So what's super cool to us is to see that being used in different use cases, whether it's for entertainment and communicating with their friends, uh, or it's around utility and actually looking and, and scanning different objects to find out more information about them, or it's in the context of business to, to try on a new pair of sneakers, uh, or in this case, in the context of art, to really interact with something in a way that you otherwise would never be able to before. Are there any traits that are sort of more prevalent in this region? Do you know? I mean, you've got a, a global sort of overview. Is there anything sort of there that you, you find is particularly sort of interesting to the, to the Middle East? Well, what's so unique to the Middle East to me is the core understanding of, of, our, of our product, our platform. And Snapchat itself is something that is so communal. And here what we see is that the community, Snapchat is the way that they communicate. It's the way that they connect and they are oftentimes, uh, in, in this region here, Mina is oftentimes leading the way when we introduce new features on the adoption of those features and the engagement with those features. So I love being here because you're, you're essentially in an entire region of Snapchat power users. And you have the opportunity to not only see how they're using the app, but also to learn from them as well. What other sort of potential do you see for augmented reality in, uh, in your own art and in, in other people's uh, here and around the world? Well, I see a, a lot of potential. Um, what's most interesting, uh, it, it blurs uh, the lines between real and unreal, and it brings a new alphabet uh, to communicate. Um, people communicate through the image, through the videos, but they communicate to, to the AR, which lens they will choose. Is it on themselves or is it on the environment? And uh, for example, uh, is they gonna bring, um, change the colors? Um, there's some snap uh, application you can like throw paints on on buildings so it's uh, bringing endless creativity i think not only for the artist but also for the public uh, interacting with with the artwork so we talked a lot uh so far about the role of augmented reality in in entertainment and in art i don't know whether that's i see art as entertainment i hope you agree but yeah, uh, of course, of course. <laughs> um uh, but what about in in business? And uh, you know, a lot of our listeners are um, 
marketers, our advertisers, our brands. So, you know, sort of how does this, uh, how do experiences like this and the augmented reality experience in general translate across into business? Well, as somebody who is a marketer at heart, I spent six years at PepsiCo and uh, worked on the Tropicana and Gatorade brands. And the way I found myself to Snapchat was I had the opportunity at Gatorade to think about our, one of our key cultural moments, the Super Bowl, and how the Gatorade dunk is dropped on the Super Bowl for 15 seconds a year. We're the most relevant brand in the world. And for us, we thought about that in the context of how do you make that more interactive, more engaging, where we actually gave people the opportunity to dunk themselves through Snapchat AR. And in that moment, what we realized as a brand, this was a community of behavior that was inherently so ingrained with the app and the culture of, of how people communicate on it. We saw more engagement for that AR experience than people actually watching the Super Bowl itself. And that's for me when I knew that this was something special, something different. And so when we speak with marketers day in, day out now, what we often say is learn the way that the community is behaving. And AR has gone from what was a novelty, something that felt like a toy, to now a highly performant ad format. And so we oftentimes are talking about multi-format advertising. So the video strategy you have, how you can apply the same principles to not only top of the funnel, but the bottom of the funnel. And especially in the categories like retail and beauty, you have opportunity to drive real meaningful results. I'll give you a good example. Ulta Beauty used our shopping lenses, and they were able to, within a two-week period, drive 30 million new trials through their AR experiences, which led to $6 million in incremental sales. That's the power of AR when used as an always-on performing marketing strategy. So, they, so the trials were virtual trials leading to real sales. Exactly right. And it's thinking about it in a way where you're using it for its strengths. The fact that you can, especially in the time of COVID, have the opportunity to try very realistic recreations of new makeup or shoes or clothes we're really focused on ensuring that AR is not just something that is for entertainment, but that when you overlay computing on the world around you, it has cultural benefits like what we're doing with Xero. Or if you're for a marketer, thinking about it in the context of their consumer, their business needs, and making sure that it's a utility that drives real meaningful value. I think one of the things that's interesting here is you're talking about cultural benefits, you're talking about community benefits. Uh, and I mean, it seems like the sort of the commercial benefits are almost sort of secondary to that, if not secondary, that they're that they're sort of so intertwined. It's not a just a commercial play. It's a, it's it's more than it's not an advert. It's a it's something more personal. Well, what I've really learned at Snap in my six years here, and what I really value is that everything is built. It's similar to how Cyril described from the public's perspective. For us, it's from the perspective of the audience. So for us, when we build something, when we're developing an AR, whether it's a new feature or content in the format, we're really focused on who is the intended audience. So is this an experience that's meant for a mom and, and their children to, to engage? Is it something to be shared with friends? Is it something to be experienced at a place like Expo? Or is it something that's meant to be for a marketer to drive business results? So for us, it's not an either or. It's always done in the framework of how is this going to benefit the community, whether that's the consumer community, whether that's the cultural community or the business community. What's the driver behind uh, Snap's partnership with, with Cyril? There's phenomenal uh, experience for the visitors to Expo. You know, what do, do Snap and Cyril and people sort of get out of it as well? Well, for us, we have the opportunity to work with incredibly talented artists like Serial from across the globe. 
to us, there's so much inherent value in that because we learn about how people are using and interpreting AR, how they're using our features, our formats. And from that, we learn what is the next thing that we want to be built on, what we want to focus on. But ultimately, at its core, from our philosophy, we believe that AR versus something like the metaverse is going to be the propellant for the future. And it's happening today. So augmenting these types of experiences in the world around you are not only ways that we can bring value to our community, but they're great opportunities for us to learn what people respond to. So obviously, this is the last month of Expo. So we've got one month to to see the um, the artwork and Sorry, we've got we've got two weeks to experience the the artwork. That's not uh, that's not long. Where, if I'm coming to Expo, where should I come to, and how should I make a beeline to to see this? Oh, um, well, you you will see it. <laughs> you will see people with happy smile on happy face on the smile. No, um, more seriously, you need to to go to um, Alforsan Park. Uh, it's a large park next to the U.S. Pavilion, an no, no, Italian Pavilion. And um, it's very nice because a lot of people are sitting around um, having picnics or eating foods. And you see everybody is like uh, going to, to the artwork, um, going inside to discover something because it looks so different. Uh, because it's made of inflatable, it's really soft, it looks playful and it's really colorful. And it's white outside and yellow inside. So from, from far, it looks like there is light coming from inside because the color is, is going through the, the, the white. And I'll say that Cyril's being modest. Like when I approached it, I was filled with this sense of joy. And that's the best way to describe it is this overwhelming joy. And when we at Snap talk about our values, we talk about kind, smart, and creative. And I think that embodies Cyril's values as an artist as well. And it's something that is so cool when you're at Expo, when you have these incredible pavilions around you and every pavilion, one from the next, feels different and feels like it's it's uh, bringing a diverse sense of the world community to see something like that Cyril has built that even in this context feels different and feels joyful. So to find it, follow signs for Alforsan Park, which is near the sustainability gate and uh, look for people with happy smiles. Um, now, we're running out of time, but I'd like to, there's one thing that I'd like to ask you as a sort of, as a helper for, there's a lot of creatives who are going to be listening to this, and augmented reality is massive. You can do anything you like with augmented reality, it seems to me, but that must be quite, quite baffling. If you've got that much choice, how do you sort of start thinking about it? So I'd really like both of your takes on just how, um, how creatives can start when they're sort of thinking about how to uh, integrate augmented reality into their art or into their campaigns. So, okay, if I'll start with you, Cyril, from the sort of more art side. Yes, well, for me, um, in my design, I always like to start it simple. And I think for AR, it must be the, the idea to, you need to focus on an idea to start simple and then to enrich it with making it more complex. And I think it's a key of making a successful uh, AR project. And uh, Jeff, from a perhaps a more sort of brand-centric point of view, how do you think uh, agencies and marketers can sort of should start thinking about about AR? Well, the reality is, it's roll up your sleeves and get in the tools and start playing around. Don't be afraid to make mistakes. I love that advice of, of, of starting with something simple. Our Lens Studio, it's free to download. And I'll tell you this, I'm the least technical person in the world. And I can create an AR experience in our Lens Studio tool within a matter of a few minutes. 
And what's so beautiful about it, it, to me, it's like cooking. You could one day become a high-end chef like Cyril, but you don't have to do that to have fun, to, to build these types of experiences. You can start like I do when I'm making eggs at home and be able to create AR experiences that are very simple using the templates and the tools that exist today. But the reality is, the biggest advice I could say is start today. Because we have over 200 million people that are using AR on Snap every single day. So if you're a marketer, if you're a creative trying to reach the world community, the world community is here and it's time to get going. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. A lot of fun. Really appreciate it. Once again, do head down to Expo before it closes at the end of March. Make sure your phone is fully charged and follow signs to Alforsan Park to see Cyril and Snap's connections installation. Thanks again to Snap, who are our partners on this podcast, and to Angami, who help us produce it and host it, and much more. For more insights into creativity, marketing technology, and more, follow Campaign Middle East in all its various guises. Podcasts, the website, the magazine, breakfast briefings, webinars, our newsletter, on social media, you get the idea. And do discuss what you've heard today with your colleagues and friends. Let's keep the conversation about creativity and all things media, marketing and advertising going. This has been On the Record with Campaign Middle East. I've been Austin Allison. Still am Austin Allison. Thanks a lot for listening, everyone. And until next time, stay safe, take care and see you soon. <laughs>